We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. Always like sweating, like a lot. I don't even have a lot of it, but I tell you, when it's hot, it like I get wet there. And that's yeah. never happened to me because I've got no hair. You mm. know what I mean? Guys, welcome back to another episode of Sitting With Us. Thank you for sitting with us again on this fun-ass Wednesday. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. I love that you call welcome back to Sitting With Us. Yes, we are sitting down, but the name of the podcast is actually Sit With Us. <laughs> welcome back to Sit With Us, Sitting With Us. What? Sit, 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 sit with sitting, us. sat. Hang on. Sit, sitting, sat. They're you, all of the, um, the, uh, what do you call that? I, d- uh, I, don't I don't know. We could say at the end of it, you just sat with us. That sounds so lame. Let's not say that ever again. Yeah, actually, that sounds really bad. But anyway, guys, yeah. welcome back. It's a new um, week. It's a new who the fuck knows what's going on in life at the moment. There is just, we're already in February, let's just say. Honestly, like, I don't even know where this month has gone, but it has been probably the busiest month in the last 12 months. Like really, even... Last year I was busy, but this is like the busiest month, like all yeah. put into one short month for me. A lot's happening, a lot of work trips, a lot of traveling, a lot of just a lot of allotting. Okay. A lot of things are happening and it's been a crazy start to the year. I'm currently sitting here still sweaty. I literally walked in the door from gym and we hit record. And that's just the way that we do things around here. That is the way we do things. And you know what? That's the beauty of podcasting, babe, is that we can be wherever, wearing whatever, looking yeah. like whatever. And as long as we, you know, our voices aren't too husky, we can actually get the words out, the brain's working. Yeah. We can record a podcast and we can connect with you guys, which is an absolute honour and it still is. Honestly, every time we press record, it really is a huge honour. But in today's episode, we want to just kind of fill you in on where we're at in terms of hair, skin, makeup, fitness, all of the stuff that is just when it comes to our lives and where we are at in our lives, just all of that kind of goodness, okay? You guys always ask us a lot and we get asked not only on Instagram but in the Facebook group mm. and we just thought, you know what, let's just open up about a bit more about us personally in that sense and what our mm. routines are and we'd love to hear what your routines are and how you incorporate not only, you know, beauty but into your fitness routines because Ella's in a predicament at the moment where she's actually going to get her hair extensions out today. Which I'm super keen to do. And yeah, I'm definitely going through a big skin journey, a hair journey, a fitness journey. 2023 is all about that for me, just really putting that balance back into my life, putting me first and prioritizing all of that. As you guys know, I got these amazing Keratin Bond extensions, I think like December 27 or something like that. I had them just before New Year's and I have loved them so much. I feel so glamorous and I feel so lush and they're just so nice and long. But I think I'm just a bit over it now. Like for me... My working out and my exercising is my priority. And, mate, this hair, like, it takes me about an hour and a half to wash it, blow dry it, and then wave it because I don't really like to wear it just straight. 
So when I'm getting ready and if I want to have a shower, I need to make sure I'm putting aside an hour and a half. And I just don't really have that time right now. The extra hour and a half to just do your hair is honestly it, a bit of a fucking pain in the ass. And yeah. I'm I'm really glad we're doing this podcast um, now in February because I think, you know, it's still fairly – you know, fresh into the year and everyone's mm. kind of figuring out how they want their year to go. And for you, babe, your fitness and, you know, this journey is so important to you because, you know, you're launching the app that's launching mm. this month and yeah. you really want to show just how this fits into your lifestyle. Yeah. And the thing with hair extensions is they're great because you can you can get them in, you can take them out. Mm. Like it's, it's fun, it's experimenting. But at this point in your life where you are right now, it's time to go. I'm going to feel ya. so naked without them. I'm literally going to feel like so naked because they do add a lot of length. And I think people keep saying, oh, you've got such long hair though. But I actually don't compared to these extensions. Like and I'm going to get it trimmed. Like I'm going to get it cut because it's probably a bit dry and it needs like TLC without the hair extensions. Yeah. It does. Like I, we were on a shoot the other day and Ella had her hair done and it just like literally was like the hair of my dreams. It was <laughs> mermaid hair. It was honestly like... Like fucking Disney princess hair, and I was like, you I "Bitch!" I also do have extensions, but mine is mm. just for fullness and a bit of length. But my actual real hair has grown so much. The extensions have helped my hair get healthy. I they don't know do. how it's possible. I feel like they do. To, yeah, if they're put in Properly, correctly, and yeah. I think keratin bonds are healthier for your hair than tape mm. in extensions because the tapes put a lot more of your hair in the actual tape, so it's actually mm. damaging a lot more hair. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people like their hair be fucked yeah no I feel like my hair's been my real hair's actually pretty okay like even at the roots maybe like yeah. a little bit of just dryness and I probably just need to get some like cut but no all in all the hair is going so I will feel like somewhat of a new woman maybe or just like I'll hate it and regret it and want to get them back but maybe <laughs> not until winter time because I think that'll be easier for me to manage without sweating so much when I'm running at the moment it's just it's get it's a lot because it is so thick and there's so much of it and when it's like on the yeah. nape of your neck yeah honestly, my neck like always like sweating like a lot. I don't even have a lot of it but I tell you when it's hot it like I get wet there and that's yeah. never happened to me because I've got no hair you mm. know what I mean so it's um it's just part of, of me's literally like part of me is like just fucking chop it all off like how it used to be like really short like, what do you mean like like really short oh wow you you actually want to do it yeah like I've, I've been thinking about it for ages because my hair either needs to be really long or really short. I cannot okay. deal with this whole mid-length. I just can't. I can't stand it. And it's going to be mid-length when I get this hair out. So I feel like I'm going to either make the decision to, like, cut it all off really short. Today? Mm, I don't know. Maybe oh not today. Oh, my God. Uh, nah, maybe not today. Next minute, fucking four hours later, she's sending me a photo and she's got a pixie cut. <laughs> I actually would die. I would love that. I love the pixie cut. It's just like easy. I'm all about low maintenance. I'm all about, get, you know me, I get ready in fucking 10 yeah. minutes and I'm all about that. And also your hair grows so bloody quick. Like, I mean, it does. Uh, you, that, you, you'd grow it out to mid-length <laughs> in like two months. So it does. It's grown like three centimetres since I've had the extensions wow. in. Yeah, this bit's wow. like about three centimetres long to grow out from the bond. But anyway. Moving on to something else I want to talk about with you guys, because I've been sharing it a little bit on my story and you can't really see it in this camera, but I'm going through a bit of a acneic situation and it's really getting me down. And look, it could be, I think it is a really big combination of things. I think it's me excessively sweating a lot more. 
I think it's stress because my cortisol levels are totally not balanced. I think it's hormones. It's definitely not my diet. It's definitely not my water intake or anything like that. Yeah, you're doing everything right. It's literally just these hormones inside that outside factors are are contributing to, like stress and and running. And I also, yeah, I think the sweat is playing a role, but I also think it could be linked to my gut thing that I had in Bali. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, because your gut Everything, obviously everything that's going on internally, like literally if your gut is unhealthy, if you have like leaky gut yeah. or SIBO or binge eating, like your intestines are inflamed, they have bad bacteria and it's going to come out on your skin. And ever since I had that barley belly situation where my stomach was incredibly inflamed, wow. my skin has been playing up since then, but it's dramatically getting worse like every week at the moment. So I did post a story about Roaccutane. I've asked in the group. We've spoken about it before on the podcast and you guys send me DMs about your experiences. And look, I'm going to be honest, it's probably about 50-50 feedback. Like 50% have probably said like changed my life and the other 50 have said it fucked my gut even more because it takes away all of your natural oils in your entire body, like everything, your oils, your natural oils. Like I had a friend say that she was literally peeling from the arsehole. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fully. Fully okay. peeling from the bum hole. Shit. Yeah. Depending on what dose you go on, some people can get like depression. Their mental health can be really bad. They can get really bad joint pains because you're not, your body doesn't have any of its natural lipids. So it's literally the most dehydrated and your skin, like it's the biggest organ that needs water, right? Yeah. It, ne- it needs it. So it's, there's a yeah. lot of potential side effects. And obviously, we aren't medical professionals. No. Uh, yes, obviously, Ella is a skin and laser tech. Like, she's trained in this kind of stuff, but we are not medical professionals. So, we, we no. aren't telling you, don't go on Rakuten, do no. go on Rakuten. No. This is just personal experience yeah. and talking about it. And I guess having opinions on how, you know, going on something like this could change your life in different yeah. aspects. Like, you know, your skin would be dry. Like, all of these potentially your gut your gut and it does fuck your gut up it like literally will spin your gut upside down like i have had a lot of friends years ago that did roaccutane and their stomach has never been the same far out and it's different for everyone it is very some people have had amazing experiences no side effects and apparently if you are really oily which i am your side effects aren't going to be as bad because your body can handle it but I've literally my whole life been avoiding going on this antibiotic because I've, you know, I've been trained in it. My job was to treat it topically and through vitamins and supplements. And that's like what my job was to do was to, you know, come up with other solutions. Yeah, to do anything else other than doing it internally with antibiotics. Cause that's yeah. really, it's your last straw um, yeah. at this point. So do you know where you're at with your gut? now like do you know what that was like was it a fucking parasite was it just barley belly like well I was speaking to a friend of mine who's a dermal technician and naturopath and she was saying even on these blood tests it can come up with not a accurate reading that I could potentially have a parasite so there is a chance of that but because I had binge eating disorder I also have SIBO which is like inflammation in your intestines so I have bad bacteria already in my gut from when I was a binge eater So that kind of stuff doesn't go away unless you actually do a proper intestinal cleanse. It doesn't just go away on its own. And I have decided I'm going to give skincare and skin treatments one last crack. Um, 
before you try the yeah before I try the Roaccutane. So I've gone back to one of my friends who works at the Universal Clinic in uh, Glenferry Malvern, and it's DMK products. I have used DMK about six years ago, and I'm gonna do their full gut cleanse, their full EFA. Um, program. I'm on all new skincare and it's been about a week now. And that's also why my skin is purging because I've been using tetranoin, which is a prescribed, very strong topical ointment that you shouldn't really use. Like you shouldn't really use it because it impairs your barrier. It strips away all your natural oils. It's not actually fixing the issue. It's putting a Band-Aid on the issue. Yeah. And and people don't realise that when you impair that barrier, like your skin barrier is so important to your skin mm-hmm. health. And if you are using ingredients like chemicals like glycolic acid, which I know and I've spoken to Ella about this, glycolic Mm. is not good for my skin. Like it fully impairs my barrier Mm. and I get periol dermatitis. Mm. I get like incredibly dry, dehydrated Mm -hmm. skin. Mm -hmm. The skin barrier is so important and the trenanoin is like fucking strong shit, guys. Like this isn't. It's very strong. Yeah. And I know it's been a trend on TikTok. Like everyone's oh, like, really? oh, my God, retinol. Yeah, like there's there's a whole part of TikTok that's all about retinols and there's this one that you can get in, in France, which I actually bought it when I was there, and it's like the French version and you can just buy it over the counter. It is very fucking strong. I think like retinol, 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 the hide, all of the Bakuchi oil, like the yep. alternatives of retinol, like they are amazing, but like you should be prescribed a retinol or you should know what you're buying. You shouldn't just go in and buy a really strong fucking retinol because that's how you will impair your skin's barrier. Like growing up for me, I was using witch hazel. I was using benzoyl peroxide. I was using all this shit from the chemist in the pharmacy and it gave me rosacea. And then I had to do treatments to minimize the redness to get rid of it. And then my skin became sensitized. It's sensitive, but it also became sensitized from the overuse of too strong of products. Yeah, and we do it to ourselves. And look, we are both guilty of this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, you always think, oh my god, yeah, I need this peel. Like, I need to do a peel because I'm feeling a bit whatever. But it's sometimes actually causing more damage to your skin. Well, it, yes, and it definitely. I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, I went and had a facial yesterday, and she said you're definitely dehydrated. And I've really been realizing that actually. Like, I used to be like, I've got a bit of oiliness in the right places. Like, I'm not incredibly oily, but overall my skin is actually dehydrated babe that's what she said she goes you're so dehydrated and she did an amazing facial to me like oh my god my skin feels so good i bought the products that she recommended so i'm gonna do that routine now i'm gonna like Mm. actually give my skin time to repair that barrier because it takes time and it's not gonna be years it's not it's not one facial and you're done it's gonna be a like a a steady kind of routine that I need to follow. For you, it's really looking internally as well and doing those tests. And it can be yeah, fucking I know. not only expensive, but it's like it's really I know and we've spoken about this, how you know it really gets to you. Like you're like, fuck man, like I'm really down about this. Oh yeah. Like I haven't worn makeup for about since we did a shoot. Um, so it's been five days. I haven't worn makeup since that day and I haven't actually left the house or seen anyone if I haven't had to. 
it really gets me down. It brings back old feelings that I had when it was really bad. It's also really painful. I can't sleep on my left side at the moment because there is this huge lump that's just growing. So it's that painful that you can't even sleep on it? Yeah, it keeps me awake. And then I have to sleep on this side and there's like clusters over here. They don't look as bad, but they are very deep. They're very big. And because my skin's not producing a healthy form of oil, they're actually not coming to the surface. They're staying trapped. So now that I'm taking essential fatty acids, it's going to help produce natural lipids and omegas in my skin and in my body, which will help them come to the surface. So it's like... (sighs) It's going to be a process because my skin's it always has to get worse before it gets better. So remember that, guys. Yeah. If you are, you know, going to a skin therapist or dermatologist and they've prescribed you a new routine, mm. you've got to remember that it potentially will and most probably get worse before it gets better. It's honestly I mean, I've been dealing with this since I was before, since I was 14, because that's what also led me to going on the pill. Um, and the pill and getting off that, that's a whole story. And I'm working with my friend who, if I do come off the pill, she's going to help prep my skin and get yeah. ready for it. Cause she also has things it's that so you can important. do alternatives, but the whole thing with having bad skin and working on it, it really is patience. Yes. I've been working on it for fucking a very long time. I've spent a lot of money. I've done all the treatments. I've almost, I am at that point in time where I'm, I've had it. And that's why I'm still going to see a dermatologist next month and get this script for Wacatane as a backup plan. But I'm going to still give this all one last shot. I'm going to do this hectic gut cleanse. Three cycles is what she's recommended me to do. And I'm going to give it a good old crack. I'm only using one range with DMK. I am that kind of person where I don't use lots of different products. I I like because they all complement each other. They're all designed to work together. So if you are wanting to get onto a skincare routine, I'd probably recommend sticking to just one routine. And you've always got to give it time. It takes three to four weeks for your skin to actually adjust to a new ingredient or a new product as well. It takes three to four weeks. So I'm still going to have to wait another three weeks for things to settle in place and it's going to be hard, but you just have to persist. And I am like so determined to give this a red hot crack doing their facials and I have to be diligent. I have to go in every, you know, three weeks and actually do it. It's like it becomes a part of routine. It becomes routine and it's a big investment to you guys and we totally understand like not everyone has the disposable income to of go course. and do facials. Like it is, it's it's fully yeah. an investment. There are things that you can just do at home. I think the most important thing to do is just hydrate your skin. At the end of the day, yeah. you can go into, you know, chemist warehouse and get something that's yeah. got peptides in it, something that's really yeah. just hydrating. Look for ingredients like hyaluronic acid, anything with peptides. CeraVe is yeah. really great. It's it's an affordable brand, but it's got good ingredients yeah. um, that aren't going to like strip your skin. Look for things mm. that aren't Stripping, stripping. Like anything that's got gly- glycolic. I wouldn't be buying anything from the chemist with glycolic in it. It's not a stable form. A lot of people ask, why can this um, product be $20 and this product be 220 The main reason is the stability of the active ingredient. Mm-hmm. Something that's $20 isn't going to have a delivery system within the product that is going to actually make sure that the product works, mm. okay? And there's also like a difference. If you go to a clinic, they're all pharmaceutical or cosmetic Great. products that have 
ingredients that penetrate to different layers of the skin. What you buy in the chemist doesn't actually penetrate to your deeper layers of the skin. It's just sitting on the surface. So it may look good and, yes, it's more affordable and, you know, the hydrating part of them, that's all great. But if you're buying, let's just say, an ordinary, like the ordinary brand and it's a glycolic acid serum, it's most likely almost certain watered down to basically nothing that will really be penetrating. The actual potency of the active ingredient, and when I say active ingredient, I mean like if you if you're buying a vitamin C serum. Yeah. When something's labeled vitamin C serum, that doesn't mean that it it's all vitamin C. No. That product is made up of so many different other ingredients, whether that be hyaluronic or whatever else. But the potency of what's in a $20 product compared to a $120, $220 product. You can't compare. But you've just got to start where you've got to start. I think the most exactly. important thing is hydration. Yeah. So if you can't afford to go out and buy a really good glycolic serum or a really good vitamin mm. C, start mm. with something that is really hydrating. I, I will say as well the L'Oreal Hyaluronic Acid, the fat amazing. that's actually a really good hydration serum and that's a great price point and also sunscreen like yes. if you can get two things like if you're you know on a working on a budget hyaluronic acid um or vitamin b5 as well which is what you might see on other products and spf so like a niacinamide yeah. a hyaluronic acid and a sunscreen i think are the like strip everything back guys if you yeah. if you're on a budget and you need you're like okay i'm gonna go to chemist warehouse i'm gonna go to priceline whatever look for those things and that is strip it right back and a really yeah. simple cleanser. Really Not something simple. that's going to strip your fucking skin because I tell you what, that yeah. is what I've been doing and mm. I fucked my skin so I'm starting from square one now with my barrier. Yeah, and if you really don't know what your skin needs and you're just going in and you're like, I, I need a cleanser, I would always just stick to a cream cleanser if you don't yes. know, if you don't know. Because the gel cleansers usually mean it's going to be more exfoliating, which then if you don't need exfoliation, you're removing, again, all the natural oils and your skin will go into overdrive and it will be trying to produce more oil, which will lead you to break out. Yes, which means – so breakouts mean you have an impaired skin barrier, okay, guys? Yeah. Anything that's coming up on your skin that isn't normal, you feel irritated, whatever, it means you have an impaired skin barrier. I've definitely impaired my barrier here on my chin and around my nose. She said I'm on the verge of having perioral dermatitis, which fucking scares the shit out of me. But that's um, really but I, easy to treat. Perioral, it's very easy to treat. I know, but it's – it's it honestly, it that's one thing that I actually – that gets me down as well because it's it's texture. You can see it. Yeah. Like if I don't want to wear makeup, you can see it. But and it also is irritated. Like it does feel itchy. It does feel a little bit dry and and kind yeah. of scratchy. So I'm just trying really hard to just use minimal products, hydrate the fuck out of my skin. At and in terms point, of makeup, I mean, I like. Obviously, I'm loving my hourglass. Like, I love my hourglass makeup. But when I'm breaking out and when my skin's really bad, I have to really stick to my minerals makeup or no makeup at all. And I'm cleaning my brushes. Well, not that I've – I mean, I haven't used them in, like, ages now, but I am cleaning my brushes after every use. And I actually have something, and I'm going to – this is not sponsored. This beautiful um, girl on TikTok sent me her product, okay? Mm. Now, this is called St. Jack. I'm going to show it to you and I'm going to show you the little tin. Um, obviously, people that are listening aren't seeing this, but I'm going to verbally um, explain. So yeah. this this product, St. Jack, is a called a, it's a pro-strength brush cleaner. Now, as a professional makeup artist, this mm. is the makeup artist in me, you need to be deep cleaning your brushes 
after every use. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if if you if you want to start in your skincare journey and you wear makeup, the first step for you is cleaning your brushes. And by deep cleaning, I mean washing your brush actually with water and soap. Mm. And I've spoken about the soap before. I recommend Sard soap. It's in the laundry section at your supermarket. It's like $4. It is the best soap to wash your makeup brushes because it breaks down the oils because a lot of our makeup products have oil in them, okay? And a regular kind of hand wash or whatever isn't going to break down those oils. So that's number Mm. one. But between those deep cleans, and I recommend – as I've said to you, babe, I highly recommend, I reckon you should get some of this because it is absolutely yeah. amazing. You use any kind of like little um, cup or whatever you want to. You pour some of this um, product in there, get a good amount. Then you dip your brush in there. Okay. And it is alcohol based. So it's going to evaporate when it hits mm-hmm. the air. You have a towel and you kind of wipe your brush along the towel and it gets rid of all of the makeup off the brush. So not only is it sanitizing the brush, but it's cleaning it at the same time. So this is brilliant for makeup artists who are on the go who don't want to carry around 50 brushes, all right? We need to just clean the brush between, like say for instance it's a lip brush, we need to sanitize that brush before we use it on the next client. Mm -hmm. Now, I love this not only because it's made in Australia, it's a startup business. Um, mm. She just started this in in a in a bedroom, like whatever. Um, and I really love the packaging as well. Uh, the product's great. It really does clean the brushes. And yeah, I, I'm such a big advocate for this. Like I scream at my friends all the time. I tell Ella off. Yeah. Whenever I'm at her house, I'm like, "Bitch, show me your fucking brushes." Like yeah. I'm I'm a really big stickler oh. for this because if you don't have, you know, numerous brushes that you can have five clean brushes yeah. on the go. You need to be cleaning your makeup brushes, mm. guys, because the bacteria that grows in them is fucking disgusting. And I know you've Gross. all got makeup brushes sitting in your bag or on your desk, wherever you get ready, that are not clean. And I urge you, please, even while you're listening to a podcast, go put a go put a sit with us potty on. Go listen yeah. to a maths recap or go and listen to yeah. a morbid po- podcast. While you're cleaning your brushes, do something else. Yeah. It takes 10 minutes. Do it. I know. It really doesn't take long at all. And then once it's done, I'm like, yay. Clean you brushes. feel so good and it's like I'm doing something good for my skin. Yeah. yeah you know no, I mean? I'm definitely like going to be obviously doing that a whole lot more, but I also am hoping that I just don't have to wear that much makeup. Yes, of course. At the moment because it just, even though people say like it's fine and especially if it's mineral, it's fine. I just feel like my skin can't breathe, especially when it's so congested and irritated and angry. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try and not wear makeup if I don't have to, but when I do, always clean my brushes. Yes. That's the best thing you can do. And I think not wearing makeup is obviously the best option. But Mm. if you have to, go with a mineral makeup. And if you can't afford mineral makeup or you don't have access to mineral makeup, Mm. spot concealing is your best Mm. option. And by that, I mean not going in with a full coverage foundation, not foundation all over. If you have a few spots that you want to cover up, the best way to do that is spot concealing. Mm. Now, I would recommend using a brush or, or a... Um, Q-tip, like a, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like a, a like round, a, whatever you, yeah, like an ear, cl- I don't like calling them. I know, ear cleaners. You know, those yeah, things, those right? Things. Yeah, yeah, I call them a Q-tip. Now, if you have active pimples, that means bacteria. Mm-hmm. If you are going in with your doe foot applicator from your concealer and putting it on your pimple, this is a big no-no, guys. So what mm. I would recommend, this is the makeup artist in me, put it on the back of your hand, 
put you get use your doe foot applicator, put a little bit on the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. Then go in with your Q-tip because you can use both sides and you can use a new one. Okay, and it's disposable. Mm-hmm. Or if you are uh, you know, environmentally conscious and you don't want to be wasteful, use a brush, but also we're going to clean that brush after every use because the bacteria is going to spread around your face. Yeah. Spot conceal directly on your pimple because I feel like when you have breakouts, the more you cover them, the more you're actually going to attract attention to it. And I know how it can be when you've got breakouts, you want to just kind of deflect attention as much as possible. Mm. So for me, I actually like wearing a lip or doing an eye or something that's yeah. or wear an earring, something that's going to deflect away from your pimples, okay? Yeah. But the spot concealing is my best advice to you. Really small amount of product, then a small amount of powder. If you need a little bit of extra coverage, go in with a little bit more um, cream concealer on top of your powder. That's actually just going to set it even more. Um, mm. But it all comes down to practice as well. Practice makes mm. perfect. Like do your makeup sometimes and then wash it off, okay? Like practice on how you are going to get the perfect routine for your skin. Yeah, and I'm in that. I'm in that at the moment, like trying to figure out what's the best way to do my makeup. If I have to put it on, that's yeah. going to be the best for my skin. It's just such a process. And, you know, we isn't it like the more that we talk about this, the more it just makes me realize how much like as a female we actually do in order to make us feel better, look better, like – it's actually crazy. It's amazing what, you know, getting a blowout or putting yeah. a little bit of lippy on or a lip gloss or just even for me, like I know it's like curling my lashes, brushing up mm. my eyebrows. Like even today I've got to run out and do a few errands. I'm not. I'm literally just going to put sunscreen and mm. brush up my brows and, and curl my lashes. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like it, it's just those little things of making yourself feel good within mm. yourself. It's not for anyone else. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks I look like. It's for me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, guys, we should be taking pride in our own appearance for our own self-esteem and our own yeah. feelings. It's not about how that guy at the coffee shop looked at me this morning because he saw that pimple on my face. He gives I know. a fuck and about what he thinks. Literally all I think about when I leave the house or when my skin's bad, I'm literally thinking everybody's looking at my skin and how bad it is. But, you know, my brother always says, Ella, it's not even that bad. Like you obviously can see it so much more. Yes. You can feel it face. so much it's more. It's your own face. And it's, yeah. it's because, you know, there are actual physical feelings. It's what, it's mm. like, it's painful to you, babe. You're, mm. you know, you're, it, it's getting you down. It's like, oh my God, what am I, why? I'm doing everything right and it's not working. So there's all these other factors that go into it. But at the end of the day, guys, we we wanted to make this episode because we wanted to let you know that you aren't alone. Like we know yeah. so many of you are going through this, whether that be hormonal changes or, you know, hormonal cortisol, you're stressed from work, you're, you know, you're trying to fall pregnant, you're, you're trying to settle on your new house. There are so many factors that cause stress, uh, whether that be hormonal stress, mm. um, outside factors of stress life is not easy and you know if there are little things that we can do for ourselves to make ourselves feel better fucking do it you know what I mean so I do want to make such like a valid point there like you know obviously social media where you know I try to share with you guys as much as I can without feeling not like I feel I always get a bit nervous if I'm sharing a photo about how bad my skin is because in the past before having a platform I didn't really share it on my social media as much but now it's like I'm on the camera more often I'm just like fuck it I'm just gonna show you because I don't want to wear makeup and this is what I'm going through but it also when you post that babe I applaud you because that actually helps so many people 
and I get, I do get a lot of DMs once I've put something up and I'm like, okay, she doesn't feel alone now. And if you guys are listening and, you know, we, we always say this, like with anything that we've been through, Dom and I, whether it's breakups or heartache or anything that has been hard in our life, we know that you guys, are, we're all going through it too. Like just because we are on this public platform now, we, Dom and I are still the same person as you are and we still go through the same things as you guys. We're still the same bitches. We're going yeah. through everything you guys are going through as well. And honestly, I love that we have this platform now to help everyone get through it together because yeah. the the more that we are supportive of one another and we change yeah. the stigma of, you know, oh, my God, I can't go out if I've got a pimple without covering it or anything like this. And also feeling like you have to be this perfect person, this perfect job, this perfect face, yes. this perfect makeup. Like it's not about being perfect that way, what like people might judge you on, like your profile, let's just say, it's just about feeling perfect internally. Exactly. And we just have to really get more comfortable with being so open and vulnerable about things that really get to us because we're here to support each other. Dom and I support each other all the time behind closed doors on the yep. podcast. And we want you guys to feel supported by us because we feel supported by you. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself, babe. And it really is at the end of the day, we're so lucky that we have this platform to share our experiences, our stories, our opinions, but Mm. also learn from you guys. Like I love reading the Facebook group. I love, you know, engaging with everyone on there and, you know, hearing your stories, hearing your opinions on what we've said or that you related to this so much or that this, you know, this podcast episode helped you go go through this specific moment in your life. Like that means so much to us and that is why like we've been seeing a lot of comments asking about, you know, what we do in terms of our hair, Mm. makeup, skin and we we wanted to start talking about this a lot more. So we wanted to create this podcast episode firstly but we're really interested to hear from you guys how – like what treatments you've used or what's worked for you or what hasn't worked and what advice you have. It's all about sharing. It's all about creating this community and that's why we love this community that we've created. So we'd love to hear from you guys what your thoughts and opinions are on this topic and and I mean, if you guys have any hacks, whether that be yeah. skincare hacks, cleaning your brush hacks, mm. um, anything like that, I can't wait to. Um... I also, I also just bought one of those icing things. Oh yeah, for my face. And you know what's so weird? I was chatting to my friend who is my skin specialist now. I was texting her saying that um, I wanted to buy this ice roller. And then it's like my phone read my text message because the ad came up on my Instagram and I bought it. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, and you guys know, this bitch Alexa, she listens, okay? Yeah. And this phone listens. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about this AI shit, but they're listening. It literally happened like 30 minutes after I texted to my friend, the ad came up, and I was like, purchase. It's it's actually crazy, dude. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, but I needed it. I didn't have to go looking for it. It came to me, so. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Honestly, I just wanted to get real and share with you what the fuck's going on with my skin because it is a bit what the fuck at the moment. And I just hope that you guys enjoyed this. I hope that you learned, learned a thing or two as well. And stay tuned because I will keep you guys updated with how my skin and also my hair is going to look. Yes, you you guys will be updated, of course, with everything that happens. And please head to the Facebook group and let us know your thoughts and opinions. And we can't wait to chat to you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you.